What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Good mid-morning, Roxy no. Soxy. A good nighty-night time here, Miss Tam. Tam, how are you doing? How's your day been? It's good. It's, you know, the Tuesday gauntlet is the dance class. Taco Tuesdays. Up. You know it. <laughs> I have to dance, Mom. I'm like, Do you just have um, tacos on Tuesday? <laughs> I mean, I might as well just throw that in, too. Just have Taco Tuesday. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, so it's it's a it's a full day this Tuesday. It's a, it's a lot of shit. How's I know, you day? have dance. Tell me how tomorrow is. I know because I'm on Wednesday, Wednesday yes. morning. So um, I actually had a full meltdown this morning because I've been working here and we've been, you know, when you when you film, it's like always so early. It's like 5 a.m., 6 a.m. And so I wanted to sleep in a little bit. But I uh, think my husband and I have such bad communication that his sleeping is 10 fucking 30 a.m. <laughs> he oh. let me sleep till 10 a.m. Oh. I woke up. I'm like, what the fuck? The what? entire day is over in Los Angeles. When I wake up, it's like, that's when I do my emails and all the things because like yeah. you guys are ready. It's fucking six o'clock. Yeah. Right. And I started, I freaked out. I was like, <sighs> Sean, 1030 is not a sleep in. That is when you're drunk in your twenties and you stay up till 5am in the morning and you're still high. <sighs> like then don't wake me. But 1030 is not a sleep in. Oh. So I woke up at 1030. I was like, fuck, I was so much to do. So anyway, so then, and then he was like, you know what would, he goes, do you know what would save all your problems? I'm like, what? what? Therapy? He goes, an alarm clock. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, a fucking alarm clock. And I was like, Ooh. oh yeah, that's probably true. I should just get an alarm clock. Like, why am I at like waiting for him to wake me up? <laughs> oh my God. But you must feel fucking amazing right now. No, <laughs> I feel tired. <laughs> You're like, I've gotten a taste of the sleep and now I want more. I was like in a coma. Like I woke up from a coma. So yeah. Oh, oh anyway. my God. I'm jealous. I need some of that. Can you send it my way? Yes, I will send you this. But our next guest, I don't think she's ever tired. Do you think she's no. ever tired? Because I mean, every has, time I see her. Yeah, she has so much energy. Like if you watch her, like her social media and everything, like I love watching her because she, you know what she does so well. She does that like super animated, stretchy face, like Jim Carrey I'm, does. Oh like, my god, it's where so she's good. just like. And then I tried to do it once in one of my videos, and I just looked like so odd and strange, and I was like, "Fuck!" Only a supermodel can do it, apparently. I know. And then, and I was talking to her about this five seconds ago, but like. Sometimes, you know, when like, you know, when you're like in a bad place and you're like, you know what, let's look at Instagram and let's like compare my life to like everyone else who's like fucking fabulous and funny. And I always end up on her page. and I'm like, because oh, she's so good. And I don't understand, like, and this is what we'll talk about in the in this podcast is like where she gets her ideas from and where that gun and, and does her and her partner who do a lot of um, of these funny videos together. Do they fight through it? Because I feel like in my household, I'm like, it's time to create content, Sean. And he's like, fuck. And I'm like, just why aren't you standing on your mark correctly? Like, this is so mean. <laughs> oh, yes. I can't wait to delve in. We've got to hear all, all the stuff from her. Yeah. So you who know? do we have, Roxy Soxy? So we have the one and only Ariel Vandenberg. Woo! 
Hi. Well, if you don't know her, then you guys are living yeah. under a rock. So, well, you're in for a treat if you don't know who I am, baby. <laughs> um, oh my gosh, that introduction was, I actually like, I felt my face getting really hot. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Thank you. Because it's cold in your house. So you've got some room to move exactly. with your warmth. <laughs> you're wondering if anybody's wondering why I'm bundled up like a teddy bear. I'm frozen in my house right now. But also, you know, I got a coat, so I'm good. Um, yeah, nice. No, I, uh, I really appreciate that warm welcome. And I'm so excited <laughs> to be talking to you ladies. So thank you so much for having me. Oh, we're we excited, excited to have on lipstick. You. We put on yeah. lipstick today. Yesterday, yeah. we're in a mom bond, weren't we, Rox? Yes, I even went so far as to put on concealer today, too. Oh, well, you <laughs> concealer. It's you and underwear. I bet you put on <laughs> yeah. underwear, too. I did. I put on underwear today. I really nice. special. I oh, know. Thank you so much for doing that for me. <laughs> I mean, I just put on the same underwear, but it was back to front. So I feel like it's clean. So I feel like that's just as nice. Yeah. You're winning. You're still winning. You know, you are still winning. Oh yeah. (laughs) So Arielle, tell us a little bit. Okay. So I've, you know, stalked you for many years and I've manifested you into this podcast. So thank you. Um, Oh, I, my alarm is going off. I'm so sorry, dear God. Okay. Well, at least it was this early this morning. It would have helped me out. So sorry about that. Yeah. Your husband's like, is that her alarm? (laughs) (laughs) So you grew up in Los Angeles, right? And Los Angeles. So I was, I've lived in, Roxy's been there for a long time. We've been there probably, I don't know about you, Rox. I think I've been there like 16 years Mm -hmm. and growing up in Los Angeles. Like for me, I'm at this place with Los Angeles where I like, I I really love it, but then I don't know if it really serves me right now as much as I want it to when it comes to like, you know, like we were talking about before, like comparison and like, you know, feeling like there's a lot of smoke and mirrors and finding that authenticity. And so for me, like we've taken a little bit of a jump away from LA and we'll go back to the States in the next few months. And then we're going to figure out like where we want to live, but growing up in Los Angeles, how, how does it feel as you've grown into your thirties being like a native and like, do you love the city as a whole? And has it like made you to get where you are or is there kind of like a love hate relationship with it? (laughs) Um, I, okay. First of all, I'm just going to say, I love LA. Like I, I love it. I love living here. I love California. I mean, I'm just like such a Cali girl <laughs> in my giant jacket. Um, but I am such a Cali girl. And also like, I feel like LA people get a bad rap because the people that claim LA are usually the people that aren't even like born and raised here. Right. right. And so those people like make the real people from here look like assholes. <laughs> and I'm like, the people that are actually from here are so dope. And the people that like I grew up with and that I still love today, like some of my best friends that I've been friends with since I was like 16, like they're, they're still in my life and they're amazing people. Um, but I think, yeah, definitely growing up here is, it uh, was, it's, it's a different life. I mean, my fiance mm-hmm. is from Portland and it's like so different, like nature, right. <laughs> you <Right>. know, <laughs> I'm like not a nature person and I, he's yeah. teaching me how to love nature. I mean, I do <laughs> love nature, but like, I was more of a beach girl. Like I never like went to the forest, you know? Right. So, right. um, but anyways, yeah, I think, I think growing up here, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of like shit that you kind of you just like mm-hmm. grow up around it. So you're like, yeah, whatever you accept it. Yeah. You accept it because it's like, it's your life. I don't know, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, yeah. but I've always wanted to like be an actress. And so it was a perfect place to grow up because growing up, like 
you said I make Jim Carrey faces. I mean, he is my idol. Mm -hmm. I freaking love him. And he is like (laughs) the real reason why I feel like I'm even in this business Mm -hmm. and doing what I'm doing, what I love doing. So, um, I was, you know, ready to get into it because I live here. So it's perfect. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So what is, because we, we have those, um, you see those on, um, those websites and things on Instagram and on social media, like overheard Mm -hmm. in LA and, you know, things said in LA at like Erewhon Mm -hmm. or what have you. (laughs) So what, what is the most LA thing about you? Oh, that's a good question. Um, Oh my God. Wow. That's a great question. Shit. What is the most LA thing about me? Uh I wish I would have thought about this earlier. Because well, I can probably LA think thing? of a bunch. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I am, I mean, I don't know if this is an LA thing or just like a me thing, but like I am, I am a germaphobe and oh, like, I feel like that's kind right of an here. LA thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think, and I don't know why it is, but like everybody yeah. that I know that's from LA is a germaphobe. I that's swear. Interesting. COVID doesn't help either. Cause now I'm like, oh my God, every two seconds washing my hands. Like oh, totally, it to- totally doesn't help. But I also have been like wearing gloves since I was born. So like, I don't <laughs> even like, that doesn't even phase me. Like when people were wearing gloves, I'm like, what were you doing before this? Like yeah. I've been wearing gloves at the gas station for years. Like what, yeah, yeah, what have yeah. you been doing? <laughs> um, so, I mean, yeah, I, it was definitely COVID sucked for a germaphobe, but at the same mm-hmm. time I was like fully prepared. I'm like, yeah. you guys need gloves. You need some wet wipes. You need some hand sanity. Like I have. I've been saving these for ten years. (laughs) I have like all the packs. Like people are like calling me for freaking N95 masks or whatever they're called. Uh, I already got those. I'm like I already have them. I wear those on planes for months before this. Oh yes. You know I think Los Angeles. Yeah, I think Los Angeles Mm. for me is like you know, like I love the healthy living and I love the healthy lifestyle and I feel like oh that actually I, yeah, I that should have said that because like I am and so old, yeah. that person mm-hmm. I'm I like love don't that. you dare spray a Clorox around me like <laughs> like all natural yes right. I'm like branch basics I'm like mm-hmm. if Matt sprays Lysol I can smell it from a mile away and I have to yeah. leave the house like <laughs> I do too I get allergies oh I'm like I'm out I'm staying somewhere else <laughs> but I guess for me it's like the comp- you know for me what takes my soul a little bit in Los Angeles. And maybe that's just a Tamman thing, not a Los mm. Angeles thing. And maybe that again is something I need to talk about in therapy is the comparison. I feel mm. like when I first got, I got to Los Angeles when I was 20 years old. Right. So, you know, I'd come from a country where I had worked as a child actor and then I came to the States and I had to start over and it was a very easy to fall into that comparison about my life is not as good as this person's life because Los Angeles does have, and again, I don't want to give Los Angeles a bad rap because I loved it. I lived there for 16 years, but I feel like there is this kind of keeping up with the Joneses. And what I was doing when I was 20 is like, I was buying cars or like renting cars that I couldn't afford. And like, wow, you know, yeah. I was constantly like, you know, getting hair extensions, whatever, whatever it was, was that comparison. And I feel like sometimes that can seep into our work as well. And so my question is like, what, with what you do, especially creating videos and being in the comedy field, do you find yourself comparing yourself to a lot of people? And does that affect you, your mentality, like your mental health? Does it affect you to compare yourself? I mean, to an extent, yes. And like, uh, you know, it would be, I wouldn't be human if it didn't. Like, I feel like Mm -hmm. that always, like everybody has those moments of like, oh my gosh, like, that person's better than I am or, oh, is that person funnier or whatever. Mm -hmm, But it's also mm -hmm. like, I'm, 
I got to say, like, I feel very lucky that mm-hmm. I never really let that kind of stuff get to me. And I'm so lucky that it didn't because that is so normally the, the name of the game. Like, right. um, and I, and I don't know why I, I don't know. I I'm so glad that I didn't have mm-hmm. that experience and I'm sorry mm-hmm. that you did because I know a lot of people do. Mm-hmm. And I think what happened with me was I, so I grew up, um, I grew up doing ballet mm-hmm. and, um, auditioning for like dance recital type things and like constantly kind of being rejected, but like in a good way where it's like a healthy way where I was like, Oh, I didn't get that part. Okay. on to the next thing. I was like, I kind of grew up with like a bit of rejection um, from different like angles of like ballet or, you know, not being accepted into like this certain class or whatever Mm -hmm. for, um, uh, whatever I was doing cheerleader or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I always took it really well. So when I ended up coming to LA as an adult and like, you know, living my passion, I didn't let that stuff get to me because I just was used to it. Mm -hmm. And I think when you're not used to it and you come into it as a 20 year old, like that's gotta be gnarly. So for me, I was definitely more, uh, like I just was used to it and modeling. I I started modeling it when I was like 14 and Mm -hmm. you're just rejected on a regular basis. You're, Mm -hmm. you're literally told, no, you didn't get it. You didn't get it. You didn't get it. You didn't get it. You're, you're told you didn't get it literally every day. Right. (laughs) Right. So, and I just was like, dope who got it? Oh my God. That's so cool. And I actually was genuinely just like, okay, cool. Because I was already excited to just like be doing what I like doing. And I knew it was going to work out. And I, I, I grew up, you know, like religious and like believing in God and believing that like whatever I was meant to be doing was going to come when it was meant for me and Mm -hmm. my path. Mm -hmm. And I truly just like really trust that path and that Mm -hmm. moment for me. And I just kind of live day to day being like, yeah, I I know everything's going to work out. So I don't try to dwell on those things, but I would Mm -hmm. be not human if it didn't happen sometimes. Right. (laughs) Because it does. Yeah. I mean, it, it just does. It seeps in and you're like, uh, uh-uh, mm-hmm. don't do that. <laughs> you <Yeah>. know, <laughs> it's, it's true though. It, I mean, and like, I can't even imagine coming to a place like LA where everybody is like, hope, like bougie feeling. And they're actually not like, <laughs> they're actually not bougie, but like they treat you like they're bougie. And you're like, you need to get away from me. I just can't. This is my word bougie from today. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> you know, it's so cool because it kind of sounds like you were manifesting without That's what really yeah. knowing it, you know, yeah. like mm. you were manifesting your future because you kind of knew that it was going to happen or like that you were going to go somewhere, you know, continue your journey, but without really saying it. Right. Like, just oh, I love that. There, right. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do love that. I think like I owe a lot of um, like thanks and gratitude to my parents for like being very supportive and telling me that I can do whatever I want. And like, they truly, I mean, I'm an only child. So all of Mm -hmm. their attention was given to Mm -hmm. me, which was awesome, but also (laughs) annoying. Um, but like they truly were like, Oh, you want to be an actress? You can be an actress. Oh, you want to be a stand-up comedian? Of course, go do it. Like they were Mm -hmm. very encouraging. And I just like, owe a lot to them being so supportive. Cause Mm -hmm. if it weren't for that, I mean, who knows what I would be doing, you know? 
don't know. Yeah. Cause you know, we talk about manifestation so much and yeah. uh, you know, when I'm in that good place of manifestation and like, sometimes I don't believe it, but I just say that I believe it. And at some point it's almost like you trick your brain into believing it. <laughs> right. And then all these amazing things start happening. But then I start to get into this like funky area and it's like, like mm-hmm. attracts like. So when I'm in that funky area, it's like those thoughts start to Mm. sort of connect with other thoughts that you think about yourself. And it starts to affect like how you feel and like what you put out there in this energy. But you know, what you're saying is like something that I want to be doing more on a regular basis. And something that I want to ask both of you is like when it comes to aging for me, because I've been in this business for so long and what you look like does matter. Like it does. I don't care what anyone says. They can be like, Oh, it matters. Aging. Mm-hmm. They, they, we, I don't think we've fully embraced aging yet. And right. yet we're, you know, when you do, when you do work and it's Botox and it's fillers, then we, we kind of frown upon that. And then when you don't do something that you frown upon that too, I think women are in this really difficult like place of what to choose, mm-hmm. but like yeah. aging, like I'm not cool with it. And I would like to be <laughs> like, like, I'm not, not cool in my face that. changing. And I would like to be more accepting with like, oh, you know, and I say this to all my, like, I'm like, yeah, like the crow's feet, they're beautiful because it means I lived a life. Like, I'm like, I don't fucking feel that way. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, I'm not thinking, oh, it's beautiful because my stomach is, oh, it's so nice that it's pudgy because I birthed a baby. I don't feel that way. <laughs> I feel but, the opposite of that way, but I want to uh, feel gratitude. It like bums me out that you say that because like, well, first of all, both of you, I mean, you're the one that's talking right now. So I'm going to speak to you, but like, you are like so freaking beautiful and look like you're 12 years old, <laughs> like with you, wrinkles, a 12 year old wrinkled girl, bro. You look like a 14 year old. And like, I, in, in a good way, like your skin is like porcelain. I think it's the, I'm by a window. I think it's the window light right now. It doesn't matter. You've got, you've got youth in your heart, which brings it to your eyes and your face and your smile. Like all that shit matters. You can be freaking 60. And if you're like having fun and dancing and being dope, like you're 12, it's perfect. Do you really believe that? Do you really look in the mirror as you get older and you're like, Hey, I'm cool with my face aging. Well, obviously I'm like, whoa, that wasn't there before, but, and I notice (laughs) it, like, I'm not blind to it, but I also am like, I'm like, well, I already, like, I got my dude, love him. He loves me. Like, I don't need to like, I don't know. I get what you're saying. Trust me. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. You know, when I see the new wrinkles or the crow's feet, I'm not thrilled either. You know, it's kind of like, fuck, you know, but (laughs) I'm sort of like on this fence now I have not done like the injectables and Mm. Botox and fillers yet. And I'm not against it. Like I would, you know, I'm sure I'll end up doing it at some point. That's how I feel. Right. Like you're kind of like, I'm kind of skating on this line where I'm like, is it the time now? Like, I'm kind of like, do I jump now or do I wait? You know, when that stuff makes you happy, then you Mm -hmm. do it. Like if if it's, if it's like bumming you out, then no, just wait until like a, which next time you see me, but do you think that your value as a woman, and this is what I was talking about with my husband the other day, I said, women at some point start to become invisible, just, just starts to happen. So what we do is we, we are afraid of that. Right. So what we do is we inject ourselves because we don't want to be invisible. We want to look youthful. And I said, why? And my husband's very analytical with certain things. And he says, it's because women at a certain point don't 
like if you're looking at like biologically, they don't breed after a certain point, right? So if you're looking at animals and biologically, men want to spread their seed. Mm -hmm. And at a certain point, women are not spread seedable. <laughs> like, like at some point, there's no, there's no, that yeah. person's not going to have yeah. a child, right? Uh, uh, so for a male, they're constantly, if you're looking at biologically, they're constantly mm. looking for that thing to keep creating the next generation, the next generation, right. like mm. biologically, that's what they're looking for. And so we as women are like, well, we want to still look spread seedable. So <laughs> we are putting all the things in our face to look younger. So we are feel more attractive, mm. but at some point women, like, do you feel like we lose our value once we lose our looks? I mean, I mm. think that our value I mean, it's going to sound like kind of cliche, but I do think we have, we own our value. So if we feel like shit about ourselves and if we feel like, you know, we need all these external things and excuse me, maybe we go even a little overboard with them. I think that devalues us, but I think mm -hmm. if you're okay with like truly okay, you know, in your heart with like aging gracefully, you know, <laughs> letting life happen as it happens and you know, having that power within yourself, I think it's, uh, you know, I think you have the value and I think it doesn't really matter. Cause you know what, that value is going to radiate, like that's yeah. going to be your energy. Right. So if you feel like you truly have the value, it kind of doesn't matter. You can walk into a room full of men. If that's like the, uh, like the kind of audience we're talking about and own it. And you can just be like, dude, I fucking rock, you know, but it's great in theory, but society doesn't see it that way. Like yeah. in certain cultures, absolutely. Like when you're in you know, many other cultures, mm -hmm. as you get older, that is regarded and revered. Mm -hmm. But in our culture is kind of like, we don't take care of us. I see my mom, she just wrote a book and it's called, I'm a senior. I'm now called a senior. What the fuck? Mm -hmm. And like, that's the title of the book. Cause she's like, wait a second. Like, like I'm not seen in society. I'm not taken care of as we get older, especially as women. Mm -hmm. So my question oh, is I've like, it's never thought of about that like that at all we're not old enough yet <laughs> yeah totally. I mean totally but I mean to go back on like what Roxy just said I feel like you know you're not just your looks like you are yeah, so yeah, yeah, much yeah. more you are your heart you are your brain you are your intelligence like you are you are incredible like life itself is incredible right so like mm -hmm you, yes, like looks go away, but if you still have your joy and your happiness, like that is more beautiful than a beautiful face. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, a joyful human, I, I, I can't think of a more sexy thing than like a smile or mm -hmm. like a more confident thing than a smile. So if you see like an old man smiling and he's like, not, he's like, he's obviously not hot. He's like an old, old man. Mm -hmm. I'm like, that is a beautiful man right there. Look at him. Like he's enjoying his life. He yeah. is truly like rocking his life you know, like, that's cool. And that's actually what's, that's like, that's hot. Mm -hmm. And to me, like, I mean, I have, I don't have a type of like, when I think of the people I've dated, I'm not like, oh, they all look alike or something. Mm -hmm. They all smile a lot. Mm -hmm. And like that to me is like so important. And, mm -hmm. and I smile a lot. And I think that like, it's just a thing that I don't know. It feels like that's how you live is like, you're just, mm -hmm. when you, when you really like live with joy and like mm -hmm. then you don't age as harshly mm -hmm. and then you see those people that have like a scowl and they're just like meh those people mm -hmm. do not look joyful and they don't <laughs> look like they, they're not confident they feel like yeah. kind of scary to be around mm -hmm. you know like and that sucks to say because like that could just be 
their life and you know that their face i don't know mm-hmm. but like if you just put a crack a smile on there it would change the <laughs> whole thing like it so could i agree change- with i totally agree with you i i do think though that there needs to be more stories told of like, you know, we need to go to cinemas and see women Mm -hmm. who are older. We see their bodies, like their real bodies. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, as much as I think, Mm -hmm. yeah, as much as I think that Sex and the City is not the best show to watch, like it's really nice that most of the characters there are 57. They haven't had work done. Like, I want to see more of those stories told. And I think it starts with that. It starts with society, like mm-hmm. putting older women on like a billboard. And when I say older, like even forties, fifties, whatever, put a six-year-old up there. But like, if, if we're showing that out in society, cause they actually say that what shapes us first is society. As much as we think it's ourselves, mm-hmm. it isn't the world shapes us before we actually shape ourselves. And so if we're showing more of those stories, like showing more women who are aging and like real bodies, like Kate Winslet, she did that TV show and she was like, no, I'm going to show what it looks like after I have kids mm-hmm. with my stomach. I think if we see more of that, then yeah. when we look at ourselves, we don't compare as much. Like if I know my social media, if totally. I saw less people filtered, mm-hmm. I would feel better. Like I sometimes use a filter and I use filters on the days that I don't like myself, right? Or I, I don't like what I look like. Mm-hmm. But if I, I don't feel like I would feel that way, if I saw everyone's blemishes and wrinkles and sagging skin. If everyone was doing the same thing, Mm -hmm. then I think it would feel more safe in that. You know, what's so crazy is like, you know, when you, and you just hit the nail on the head. Cause like I was watching something last night. Was I watching, um, Emily in Paris. Have you watched Emily in Paris? (laughs) Okay. So there's a scene in Emily in Paris where they're like all at that, um, that spa and they're like, all their tits are just hanging out. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm I, if as a me, me personally, if I had to do that scene, I would be so self-conscious. Like I, mm-hmm. I, I, I would, I, okay. There was one specific shot where I thought to myself, wow, she's like, she looks hot. Right. Okay. I was like, but if I was sitting like that, I would not feel hot. Mm-hmm. But then I thought she looked hot. So mm-hmm. I was like, well, then if I was sitting like that, then I would, pro- then maybe people would think that I was hot. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. and so yeah. I was comparing my naked body to her naked body, but we don't even have the same body. Right. And I'm just like, but it's just because I'm like, well, I would feel so, but that's also acting. And it's also like the role that she was mm-hmm. playing and mm-hmm. she was comfortable with getting naked on camera, which like mm-hmm. a lot of people are. And maybe I'm just like, I'm not there yet. And so, I mean, depending on the role, um, <laughs> you know, like if they pay me enough money and it was yeah, with Brad Pitt, then I can get one boob I was literally going to say it, it was with Brad Pitt, you know, my right boob is the best one. So we'll show yeah. that one. <laughs> we'll just turn this way. But, but it is so true. It's like when you see someone else doing it and you don't think anything of it, if you, okay. Like if you see someone without a filter or something, you don't even think twice. You're just like, Oh, that's their skin. That's their face. You're like, cool. But, but then when you see them with a filter, you're like, Whoa, hot. It's like, no, mm-hmm. that's like some fake ass shit. I don't know. It's so weird. Like the world is weird right now. Yeah. It's so fucking weird. I know. And I'm glad you like brought up filters too, because that is always kind of, we, you know, we talk about it. We talk about how much we use them, how much we don't use them. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on filters on social media? Like, are you a fan? Do you like using them? Like, do you use them sometimes? Yeah. I love the Paris filter. Like, <laughs> she's yeah. like, I love them. I look amazing. I but love you can tell. Her. That's the yeah. thing. I feel like every time we see a yeah. filter, I get so mad, even though I use filters half the time. I use them half the time because I'm like, half the time people need to see <laughs> like a reality. But I get so mad. I'm like, oh, that person doesn't look like that. 
like, yeah. and it makes me frustrated, but yet mm-hmm. I use them. Well, mm-hmm. because it's fun. Who mm-hmm. cares? Like, I think that like, if you're, if you're using them to like catfish people, mm-hmm. that's a different story. Right. If you're using them because you're like, oh, this makes me feel good. Like I, like if, if you're yeah. wanting to tell a story in the morning and you just woke <laughs> up and you have snot in your nose, like, <laughs> I, like throw a filter on, feel good about yourself and go about your day. I don't think that it's like that damaging unless you're like meeting people mm-hmm. online and you're like truly yeah. just like catfishing everyone you meet. <laughs> yeah. That to me is like, gnarly and I I've seen it happen but I like, think it's yeah, sorry yeah oh no go for it I was gonna say I think it's more like so Roxy and I we have three girls between the two of us now girls are young and I see my daughter who so I had my first daughter in my 20s and and you know I see her now wanting to she's eight now she's like oh I want to like be on camera like I want to do a YouTube show I want to do all these Aww. things and it's like I'm scared yeah about her self-worth because you know she's beautiful but she's also seeing other girls that are they're they're um like unattainable beautiful which is Mm. like because these filters are so intense now they change this they change your lip shape they change your nose shape and and by the way who decides what is beautiful like why is a smaller nose and bigger lips always considered beautiful um and so i worry about her as young girls, like the next generation, like there's either going to, I think there's going to be a full, like we are done. Let's all show reality or it's going to go so far the other way where like nothing's real. I think at some point this next generation is going to make a stand either way. I think you're right on the side that they're going to like be there. Want, they'll want to be more natural. Like, have you noticed like the TikTokers, oh my God, Ariel, the TikTokers of the today are like posting these photo dumps and they're all blurry and like their zits are showing and like, they're oh, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. You like scroll their carousels on Instagram and I'm like, what a random photo to put. Like you have yeah. your eyes open, but like, <laughs> but for some reason it, it's like cool. Yeah, so like, I think yeah. it's gonna, I think it's like going that way. Yeah. I hope so. And there's also like varying degrees of filters, you know, there's like a smooth yeah. skin filter, or there's like a filter that literally changes like your eye shape, your nose, right? Your lips, right? Oh, like the Paris filter. That's the one I'm obsessed with. Just like, like makes you look <laughs> like, like, like this wouldn't be red, but you would still see the bumps. Oh, you know yes. what I mean, like the, it's, yeah, it's the yeah. one swipe. It's not like a, it's not like a filter. I do love the pillow face yeah. one though. Have you seen the pillow face one where it's like, oh, oh gosh. Yeah. It's like the cat. Is it like the cat lady? Cat woman. Yes. Cat yes. Cat woman. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That one's insane. That's like it's a whole so other fun. character when you use that filter. You have to like create like the story behind it. Right. 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 So yeah. True. I wonder if mental health in general, because I mm. think that mental health is so bad right now, especially since COVID, would be better if those if if these social media platforms just banned all that stuff. Thousand. Percent. I mean, I don't I don't know if they would because people might not want to be on stories. I know I probably would want to be on stories less. But I wonder if, you know, mental health would just skyrocket because we're all just seeing each other for what we are, you know, and that's what we're talking about, like aging and, and feeling beautiful as you age. And, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe we wouldn't be thinking about needing Botox or whatever, because we'd be like, oh, everyone looks like this. What's like, what's the scariest part of aging to you? Mm. Well, this goes deep into my therapy. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm so sorry for everyone who's listened to the story. Like a few times, but, um, I was like 200 pounds as a kid and I, um, what? lost weight. Yeah. I was wow. very teased and bullied 
through most of my childhood. And then I lost the weight. And within four months, I was on a TV show as like, you know, the it girl, like in Australia, I was on like 180 magazine covers by the time I was 21, face of Pepsi, face of L'Oreal. I had an album and all that happened within so, so I was this girl who was teased and told that I wasn't good enough. And then within like six months, my whole perception changed. And I was told that, oh, you're cute and you're this. And then the boys didn't like me would throw rocks at my head. And then all of a sudden they wanted oh. to date me. Whoa. So my thing is like, whoa. So that moment in my life, which is around 15, changed mm. everything. Oh so my, my value was based in work, mm-hmm. is working and looks, right? So it was like, stay small, stay slim, stay looking a certain way, stay looking young because I got, had no value being this way. Then I got so much value to the point where not even like normal value. Like, Oh, that person went on a health kick and like got some value. I was like literally on the cover of a magazine within four months of losing weight. And I thought, Oh, I have to stay small. I have to stay this way to be worth something. Right. So that takes, that takes years of like going really digging through that and then having children and, and going like, you know, nothing's the same after you have kids and your body changes. And so that is what I work through on a daily basis. Some days are good. Some days are bad, but that's because my worth is linked to that. And that is deep. Like I would have had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's such a pivotal age to 15 is like, yeah. You're like mortified already just in yeah. general. Right. Just like, to live. Like you're just <laughs> terrified of living. Exactly. Yeah. You're like, what am I doing? And I thought it was totally. really interesting because we had Tori Spelling come on here and she mm-hmm. was saying that, especially with people in the public eye and mm-hmm. like actors, that they usually like the emotional develop. And I'm not saying this is with Tamman, just in general, she was saying. Thanks, that. Roxy. I'm yeah. a 15 year old too. Yeah. You're a 15 year old forever. She said that like a lot of the people that she knew, like whenever that age was that they got really famous is where they like the emotional develop development stopped. So it's like, Mm -hmm. that's where they're sort of locked in time emotionally. So it's an interesting, Mm -hmm. but it's an interesting prospect, but I don't, Tamman, you've done a lot of work on yourself. So I don't think you're locked into like a 15 year old, like develop. I kind of am. I kind of am. I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) but enough about me. Let's ask some more questions. Because I have a lot of questions. You're getting steamy. So you're digging your jug up. Woman you up. (laughs) Wait, so it got really hot. Tell us about this Vine love story of you and Matt. I mean, it's kind of like so perfect for the time we're in too. It's like a Vine love story. Tell us about it. Well, um, okay. So I, um, yeah. So, well, here's the thing. Matt and I actually met in 2006 when he moved to LA from Portland. And we were really good friends for a really long time, even before Vine started. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, but how everybody knows us you know like people Mm -hmm. it it did it does look like we kind of like were a vine relationship but that's where our friendship truly like blossomed like where Mm -hmm. we were like super creative together and Mm -hmm. making vines together and whatnot but um yeah we've known each other since 2006 Mm -hmm. became super close I forced him to I started doing vine and then I forced him to like be in all my videos because he's so funny. (laughs) And then I had a boyfriend back then and, and like he had a girlfriend. And so we were just totally friends back then. And then we, uh, I forced him to get a vine and then he started making his own vines with all these people. And I was getting jealous. And I was like, they're stealing my, 
co-star. Anyways, <laughs> my co-star. They're like, I might as well date him so no one yeah. else can use yeah. him. <laughs> kind of. Smart um, move. Yeah, smart, smart. So, so yeah, but then we were just always in other relationships and just stuck, you know, to being friends. And then mm. he professed his love for me. <gasps> Mm. And I was like fresh out of a very crazy relationship that I was like super heartbroken from. Mm -hmm. And so it was like, not the time to tell me that someone loved me. Cause I was like, oh shit. Well, I can't mm -hmm. give you the same like love that you deserve. Mm -hmm. So I basically had to say that. Mm -hmm. And, and weirdly it was like, it was just like all timing to be honest. And it took us about four years to actually start dating after the the love was professed and now four years like, after the professed love i know i, I know i was one night i was like well you're here yeah. <laughs> take my clothes off you said you love me I <laughs> well. quick turn around <laughs> i mean here's the thing like and it, it i can kind of like sum it up like this mm -hmm. is he he was truly my best friend, my closest person to me in LA. Mm. And it was like, you don't, you either date that person and get married to that person. Mm. Or you like, like, you can't just date your best friend. You, mm -hmm. you can't, yeah. you either are marrying them or mm. you're never talking to them ever again. Mm -hmm. And so I like, I was like, okay, can we just like keep it here for a second while I get mm. over my like heartbreak, which I was doing. And then my heartbreak didn't last for four years, but you know, the whole, it just really had to fall in line. Like the, the mm. timing of it all, I was just not ready to get mm. married. Mm -hmm. And he wasn't the person that you just casually date. You like once with him and I started dating, it was like, Oh, it's on like, I'm marrying this person, mm -hmm. right. which is what I knew was going to happen. And I'm glad that I didn't jump into it before because it would have been the wrong timing for me as a human being. I needed time to like be an adult <laughs> and mm -hmm. like just be I don't know I needed time to be single pretty much and like yeah. just realize what I actually was looking for in a person mm -hmm. and then once I realized that it was smacking me in the face for the last 10 years mm -hmm. I was like oh <laughs> there it there is, it is. <laughs> and just you know and I was like ah, sex for the first uh, time must have been so like awkward yeah. like not awkward but like you've known some like you've known them for so long and then it's like yeah. now you're naked like oh my gosh so, you know what's so funny is like our first kiss wasn't when we were dating like we we kissed before we started dating okay uh like I don't know it was like maybe God, I, I don't even know the timeline, but it doesn't matter. We weren't dating mm -hmm. and we kissed one night and I was like, I was like, what is happening? Because I was confused. Yeah, I think we were yeah. both just very confused and like, mm -hmm. didn't know like if we liked each other. I don't know. It was, mm -hmm. it was, it, when it wasn't as awkward as people would think it was just confusing. Yeah. It, it like wasn't awkward. For so long and now yeah. They are. Yeah. yeah. But it was like, I'm like, okay, cool. That was, we had to get that out of the way. And then mm. we still didn't date for years. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. It was like, I don't even know. It was crazy. <laughs> See, so like when, it, I mean, you obviously like knew he was the one going into it. Like, so how did the engagement go down? Was it like, okay, we, special? 
it was literally the best day of my life. Oh. Um, I, we, so Matt and I still haven't told this story and we, until so Matt, now, everyone yeah. until now, this oh is an exclusive. I wish I could give it to you, but my, <laughs> oh my God, our podcast would literally kill me. We have a podcast and they've been waiting to hear it. And I keep going next episode, next episode. And I just like, I don't know. There's something so special about the day and the story that like, it's so sacred. Like I want to keep it sacred, but now that I've had time to like, have it be just my thing, I'm so ready to like, have it be everybody else's thing, Uh but I, I, you'll have to hear it when I tell it later (laughs) with him. He has to be with me. Uh Okay. (laughs) We'll have you guys back on. Yeah, he, I would love to, honestly, it was like the biggest surprise of the freaking world. <laughs> like, oh, okay. You were surprised uh, when it happened. You were surprised. I've never been so surprised in my life. Like I, I thought that the day was for somebody else. Like I thought we were celebrating something else and for oh. someone else. So I'll, I'll say that it was like, it was the most surprised you can get because I thought I was surprising someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah, I was yeah. being surprised and I was like, wait. And so my brain was like scrambled eggs. I was like, who am I? I'm like, who are you? What are we doing in this place? Where am I? Like it was yeah, fucking crazy. Oh, that's the best. I love that. You kind of knew, didn't yeah. you? Like Roxy, did you know? Yeah. I mean, I we we, so, we got married in Tel Aviv in Israel, and I was like, sick. we lost our bags. And so wait, why were you was, there? We we travel so much and we just I love Tel Aviv. I love Tel Aviv. Jerusalem was amazing. Oh, I've been. Um, I love so it. Like the church, the Holy Sepulchre, the Wailing Wall, the, you know, oh, Dome on the Rock. It just was all amazing. The Loved most it. special, like, there's such a, oh my God, there's such an energy and like spiritual. Oh my God. Mm, it's yeah, so we believe cool. in God and, and yeah. you know, believe so cool. Walk to the earth. Um, so we um, love Jesus. Jesus reigns, love ladies. Jesus. <laughs> the podcast is going to be like, we love Jesus. And we're like, this is a totally different podcast. Jesus. Jesus loves us. Um, but we lost a lot of bags. So he was dressed in my father's clothes and smelled like my father. And it was super weird because I'm like, I'm marrying my dad, but that's okay because I love my dad and he's so nice and cool. So that's cool. But I just felt like I just, I just knew, I just knew it was going to happen. It was around it before fucking social media and before like, I didn't have an iPhone. I don't, yeah, yeah, I definitely didn't have an iPhone. So like I have one blurry picture of me going, (laughs) like that's it. When you got engaged. I have no video, no nothing, nothing. So for the me, memories, yeah. for me, it happened in uh, Miami and I didn't know, I was like, I thought we were going down there for like a work event, like situation. So what he had done, he had been like, you know, pre-planning it and he cleared out the beach of the hotel that we were staying at. So like, there was so nobody on the beach. It was so fun. And I just like went down there and he was like, just make sure you have your nails done. And I'm like, why? What? Why, why do you care what my nails Girl, I wish I would have been told that because I had full, like, like garden talents. Like I had my like, dirt under my nails. I was like Schmeagle and the ring. I was like, <laughs> like it was not, it was gnarly. Oh my God. I love it. So he, and he, he did also tell me like, thank God, because I look like a puffer fish. He was like, put on, why don't you put on a little, like, you might want to have a little dab of something. And at first I was like, an asshole. Or I'm like, this is so weird. So You're we, like, I hate you. I'm leaving. <laughs> like I'm done with you. So we go down to the beach. He had like the whole thing set up on one of those beach, like uh, day bed things, you know, had like champagne. Oh. 
and like all this stuff set up. So we were sitting there. It was really cute. And I was just like, oh God, something. Did you, so you knew at that point or you knew knew, something was happening. I kind of knew at that point, but he was so nervous. He like popped the bottle of champagne. So we're like drinking the champagne. We're both like, I see him like, you know, throw back like three (laughs) right when we get down there. So I'm like, okay, something's going to go down. And the only person that was on the beach was this guy that was kind of like folding the chairs and putting everything away. He walked by and he goes, congratulations. Like before David said anything, I was like, oh, and he's like, well, I guess now's as good of a time as ever. And he just no. like, down on his knee. Yes. No, <laughs> that person no. fucking ruined it. No. no. I, I, like, oh. I would have been so pissed if I was your husband. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Cause like, I love a surprise. Like surprises to me are like, there's nothing better yeah. than a good surprise. And right? the fact that I was so surprised, I was like, well done cutie mm. and like <laughs> he also kept it a secret from everybody which was like <gasps> the key because everyone thought they were coming to my birthday party <gasps> so if my birthday because it was around my birthday so okay. if my birthday party got spoiled uh-huh. that's okay but because and so nobody knew not even my mom who was there no. he didn't even know what was happening did yeah he ask that's your parents so beforehand did he ask your parents no Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, I'm really she's surprised. gonna say yes <laughs> yeah, yeah, she, yeah she's fine take her, take her. yeah no, no um but yeah wow if I, but what's so funny is like the day we we were at the the place where it happened uh-huh. and I saw this bouquet of flowers on the table uh-huh. with a card under them and without telling the story it's, uh-huh. it's kind of hard to explain why I why I wanted to look at the card because I thought that I had to do something with this bouquet of flowers mm-hmm. I'm so glad I wasn't nosy and like scoot the card out to see yeah. who it was for because it says Ariel on it. But I didn't know that. I because I didn't I didn't even touch the bouquet of flowers that was mm-hmm. on the table. Mm-hmm. And I and but I was washing my hands and I was like, oh pretty flowers. And I was like, maybe I should put those in some water. And I was like, no, those aren't mine. I'm I'm just not gonna touch them. Uh-huh. And but the reason why I thought that is because I was helping set up something. Uh-huh. Secret. Uh-huh. And so yes. but somebody mm-hmm. that was there hiding um uh brought them for me. <laughs> And I would have opened them because I've been like, oh, it has my name on it. Right. And thank God I didn't because it was like a congratulations card. At And afterwards, when I when she handed me them, um, I was like, oh, my God, I almost looked at that. And she was like, what? Oh, my God, I left them in the kitchen. Holy shit. Like, yeah, it was long it's story, all but... moments that like are meant to be. You just, yeah. so, I know things I know. can change the course of anything. Yeah. I know so totally. easily. So I have so many questions. I know we've only got like 10 minutes. So wait, wait, okay. So I need to ask about when you guys create content, a few things. Yeah. One, when you guys create content, do you find that you ever go through creative blocks or do you feel like you're kind of like, you come home and you're like, oh my God, I have this really good idea. I just saw this person in a car. And what if this idea, like, do you bounce ideas off each other? Do you ever get frustrated? It's like 10 questions in one. Do you ever get frustrated when you're working together or is it always kind of like it works and it makes sense or do you kind of get frustrated mm-hmm. so it's those two questions how okay. do you come up with your your content and do you get frustrated sometimes working together yes <laughs> okay so um i'm just gonna start by saying i am in a creative block right now um i feel that way, and yeah. and i have been Mercury. for like two years mm-hmm. um seriously and like, sometimes I'll have like days where I'm like, Ooh, I'm being hilarious or like, Oh, I have a great idea. But like the past two years, because of what's been going on, like, yeah. and not having any inspiration mm. from the outside world. Like we used to go to concerts. We used to go to friends' houses every night. We used to mm-hmm. go to a bar. We used to go to a restaurant. Like I don't do shit anymore. And so I, 
I truly am like, what am I pulling from now? Mm -hmm. Like just our day on the couch and me on my computer working. And like, Mm -hmm. I can't like pull funny inspiration thing and I don't have any inspiration. So yes, I am. I, I feel very blocked at the moment Mm -hmm. kind of, um, but I'm like, I just know that maybe I'm blocked because I'm supposed to be focusing on something else, which is like, I just launched a beauty line. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I just launched that. And I think, I think like your body tells you stuff. So I've just been kind of like, maybe I'm not supposed to create content right now. Maybe I'm really supposed to focus on rel. And then once I feel like that's launched with like a good, like, oomph, Mm -hmm. then I can like Mm -hmm. get back into like writing the scripts that I used to write and stuff. And with creating content, it does come from like real life. So like if Mm -hmm. Matt and I are in the car and we, Matt is just a really funny person. And so he'll like say some dumb shit. And then I, we, we just keep the ball rolling. And then we're like, Mm -hmm. we need to film that. Like, okay. Okay. So sometimes it's scripted and sometimes it's in the moment. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it's in the moment, but we'll still write it before we shoot it because we want to remember and make it better than how it actually happened. So like, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So like, we'll like, we'll write scripts on final draft or whatever, and then Mm -hmm. we'll shoot them and edit them. But whereas in the vine days, we like, didn't write anything. We would just be like, Oh, that was funny. (laughs) Let's do it again. (laughs) And then you just do it again. And you're like, it's six seconds, whatever. But with Instagram and like feeling like you want to be a little bit more professional and all these videos that are on Instagram now are so like fully produced and everything. I'm like, ah, um, shoot on your iPhone. Are you shooting on a little, um, like a DSL camera? No, I have, um, well, we both have, I have a Canon 7D Oh, no, an 8D and an, or an ADD, what, ADD? What? ADD. <laughs> I have ADD too. I have ADD. Good. Welcome to the club. <laughs> Isn't an 8D or an ADD? I think it's in a 7D and an 8D. I have an yeah. 8D. There we go. Yeah. I think, okay. I don't know, whatever. I'm not like a camera person. And my but... boob size is. <laughs> 34 state. Um, so I have, we have really nice cameras and we like mm. manage to work them somehow because we've never taken a class. We like YouTube everything. Um, and then we just edit our own videos on uh, Premiere Pro and mm-hmm. just do it somehow. Did I don't know. Fight? Do you yeah. Fight? Oh my God. There's days where okay, this makes like, me feel so much better. <laughs> oh my God. There's days where Matt's like, I need to shoot a video. And I'm like, don't even look at me. Like, I'm like <laughs> I don't want to be funny on certain days or like I, or like you just like, don't have it in you. Mm-hmm. I never felt like that. Like four years ago, I was like, I'm ready to shoot all the time, every mm-hmm. second of my life. But mm-hmm. I think as I've gotten busier and I've, I've, I'm like exhausted so many ideas that I've already done. I'm like, I don't even know what to do anymore. And I get like bummed. And then yeah. I take it out on like poor Matt who just wants to shoot a video. <laughs> like I'm not and, funny anymore. Yeah. I can't. <laughs> yeah. And, and I go through like waves of that. It's just kind of like day to day, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we get like so mad at each other. It's the best, but like, but like, <laughs> it's like funny. Like we'll like get mad at each other, but it's actually like in a funny way. Like I've, I don't think we've ever been in a real fight, which I hate fighting. I hate conflict. Mm. Um, so I, we avoid that at all costs, but Mm. we definitely are like eh. <laughs> like sassy with each other for yeah. sure well, he's like can you just do it I'm like okay fine like <laughs> I said to my husband I was like I need the oven when I pull it down for 
in the third take to be in the same position yeah. and you just hold the camera he's like yeah. you need to just get a fucking stand i was like yeah but the stand's not accurate okay so just hold it it's behind yeah. the thing and up and then he holds it and then i'll yeah. go can you just and this is what we thought about i go can you move a little to the right and he'll go like this and i'll be that is not a little that is a lot <laughs> does he does he know how to shoot like do you like what like is he my like, husband is a, such a funny guy he's a writer and a director okay oh so not, he knows how but he's he, not very like the light is he's not the technical he's he's a writer and director creatively okay it's not like he's not like a dp <laughs> you know what i mean right. <laughs> you know what's like so i feel so glad that i have someone like matt because mm. he like he's so i mean he's literally good at everything like it yeah. it's depressing he uh, and like he can write the funniest script and then he can edit in five seconds and he can shoot and he can act and he can and i'm just like uh, I'm just like over here picking my nose and then I'm like I want to shoot a skit and then he's like well what's the idea and I'm like I don't know let help me <laughs> you come just, up with it like you do it I don't know and then yeah. he does it and then I edit it it's great but but like we we definitely the coll- the collaborative um it's super collaborative and it's actually like I'm so lucky to have him because mm-hmm. we just I don't know what I would do without him in this space. <laughs> like he just helps me so much. And I think vice versa too. I hope you would say the same thing, but like, I think he's just so good. Like he's just so good at everything. Mm-hmm. Well, he seems uh, very supportive of you too on Instagram because he was using the REL lip balm. Oh, he's obsessed. And what is, the, right, is he obsessed? Is this like, because my, one of my goals for 2022 is to get my skin like in check this year. Like I'm like, your skin looks amazing. Alcohol oh my God, no, you're so <laughs> Stop drinking alcohol. <laughs> tequila here and there. You know, well, I got a little puppy. I actually heard a lot of people. Yeah. Um, no. um, so wait, oh. are you, are, you feel like you just like, what's happening? So what I do you mean? Like it just so many breakouts, like adult mm. acne, rosacea, mm. you mm. know, it's like all the things are happening at one time. And I thought I like getting out of the teenage years. I was like, yeah. okay, twenties mm-hmm. are good. Like yeah. clear, you know? And then like, all of a sudden, like growing up, it just like hits. And I'm like, what the fuck? So like, does Rel kind of like take care of all of that kind of stuff? Like what are well, some of the- Yeah, Rel is, we only have one product right now. The okay. the only product is the No Doubt Essential Lip Balm. Mm-hmm. And it is amazing. I'm gonna have to send it to you guys because yeah. it's- Does it come to Australia? Oh. We'll be back. Honestly, we'll be back in I don't know if it does because <laughs> I think they like ban packages from the US right now. Well, oh, they might have. I think they did because mm. I haven't been able. I don't. I ship everywhere in the world except Australia. Won't accept packages anymore. <laughs> I hope they I do. Know. I'm like, there goes my brand deals. <laughs> yeah. Cannot <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> do unboxing. <laughs> Oopsie. Yeah. Um. So, but yeah, it, it's it's just I, we use all natural and organic ingredients in mm-hmm. this. It's lip balm. So we have six different ones. One of them is a clear one, and then the rest mm-hmm. are. Sh- different shades mm-hmm. um and they're all like just really it all the shades came out of just wanting like I'm, I'm not like stoked on my natural lip color I mm. actually don't like it but mm. I mean I'm not it's fine but like when I wake up and I don't want to put a full face of makeup on mm-hmm. I always want a, a tint on my lips but I don't want to put lipstick on so I was like okay, I'll just buy tinted chapstick. I tried every tinted chapstick in the book. I freaking mm-hmm. hate all of them. And I was like, I can't believe that this doesn't exist where it just feels like your lips. It doesn't feel sticky. It doesn't feel this. It doesn't feel that. So I created it. It took me 
swear two years mm-hmm. to make. I made it during mm-hmm. the pandemic, which definitely was the reason why it took so long. Um, mm-hmm. But I made it during the last two years and it is so good. It is mm-hmm. so pretty. It's like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's my favorite product I've ever had, especially because probably put it on own. your cheeks too, right? Yeah. You can put it on your yeah. eyelids. Yeah. Like I, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Those Multi-use. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. I I've used it as blush, all the things. Um, but yeah, it's, it's so pretty off to send it to you guys, but it's, um, and then I have other products in the pipeline right now Ooh. that are going to come okay. out probably like don't quote me March, hopefully. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's like some things that we're doing this year, which will be so good. And it's just, it t- starting a business is insane. Oh, I don't, yeah. I've Especially never in the done pandemic. it. Yeah. Help. Yeah. It's there's so a lot crazy. Of, yeah. Well, I started yeah. a clothing line for kids and we sold it because it just was too, it's so time consuming. You know, you really, when did you start that? Oh God, way before the pandemic, like maybe 2016 when my, my first daughter was like three Yeah, and it was great. Like it, it made good money, but to really make extraordinary money, it would have to be full time and totally being on set and being a mom and podcast, you know, obviously you can have a podcast then, but just constant, you know, working on social, like you just don't have that time. That's why I always think like starting with one thing and one product is Mm. great. And then you get that to being very successful and then you can have more people and more like underneath you and employed and then you can like brand out from the brand branch out from there but I, I like the idea right. of one thing first doing that really well and then going from there but yeah, yeah I learned a lot doing that business and I realized that you have to really love something with all your heart mm. because you know time is the only yes. thing that I think we don't well we don't get back mm-hmm. and it's such a commodity like when you have kids it's just it's just you're so time poor you know yeah oh I can't even so. imagine like a woman starting a business with a child like yeah. I like I don't even have a kid and I'm like I can't do this like would you and Matt maybe in the, down the road is that something mm. oh yeah oh yeah like I'm like because give me a baby right now like I want a baby <laughs> right now so bad like I want it in me right now the baby yeah. I want a baby right, right now <laughs> um yeah I had I I'm having like baby fever for sure yeah you um, get into your 30s and you go mm. I am like I'm 35 and I'm just like yo I want to just like start that chapter mm. because by the time, I mean, I don't know. I, I, but I, I don't know. I just don't want to be like older and then have a baby. I mean, it's fine to do that, but me yeah. at me, yeah. I want the experience now. Like, yeah. I think there's so many women that like, if they wait good for them and, and they're okay with that, I want to start it now because I want to do the young things with me still feeling like Woohoo! Like I want to go on roller coasters, yeah. you know. Like yeah, yeah. When I'm 45, I'm not going on a roller coaster ever again. Like <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm just not. I know for a fact I'm not. I'm just not doing it. Like, <laughs> like I'm not. I am not going camping when I'm 45. Like yeah, I'm not doing that. But I'm also not doing that now. But the thing is, is like I feel like I'm, I'm like op- more open to things right now. But maybe you know, maybe you're right. Maybe my whole life will change when I have a kid, and I'm like, I'm gonna go on roller coasters. I'm gonna get in the mud. I'm oh, gonna do yeah, all- you become yeah. such a child. I mean, you become yeah, what I you think. Like you feel so cautious, mm. but and also like you're like fuck it, just like whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you you really, you really that. start to give like less fucks. You know, you're just kind of like. Yeah. If it gets dirty, if I get dirty, if the kid's dirty, like I think at first you yeah. are so like scared. And first like, oh child, God. especially yes. like they yes. fall and you go to the emergency. The second right. one falls and I'm like, 
is she, is she, is she having a seizure? No, we're good. Yeah. We're fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unless they're bleeding out their eyeballs. They're good. I'm oh like, my. it'll, it'll, it'll stop. I'm like, oh my, God. my second one hurt herself the other day. I'm like, could use a stitch. But I think we're fine. Okay. <laughs> you have a sewing needle and a thread there. I'm sure. I was like, just it'll go, heal. Rrr, rrr, rrr. I can't imagine a third. Like I'm thinking, I'm by this summer, and maybe Ariel, I'll like send you all my baby juju. I'm like, by this summer, I'm gonna decide to have a third or not, and then that's it. Then the shop is closed. Like I'm done. Oh my um, god. I have two girls, and I'm like, are we gonna have a third? Yeah, because I don't want to be. I don't. I'm in my 30s, so I don't. I I would like to have my all three of them in my 30s, and then yeah. if that's not gonna be the case for me, then yeah. I'm done. But are yeah. you sure the shop will actually be closed? I mean, Lennon was like an accident. Like, like we had sex on my period and then we used protection like during ovulation Ooh. and she was conceived. So <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's it's a, the postman's strong, baby. That's yeah. a strong swimmer. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, like, they're like, when was she conceived? We're like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We don't have to talk about that. <laughs> we don't talk about that. She looks nothing like her father. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> For sure. This is oh lovely. Isn't are- it, Rux? I know. It's so good. It's so good. Well, yeah. See, so you have some things to look forward to, Ariel. I am. I honestly like that to me is just like, mm-hmm. that is the thing I'm looking the most forward to. I also like really want to adopt a kid. Ooh, like yes. that is, I I like dream about adopting kids, Mm -hmm. which is weird. I've had so many dreams where I have an adopted child and Mm -hmm. I, and I've always, I've always, since I was a little kid thought I'm going to adopt a kid and I still Mm -hmm. feel that way. And so like, I'm not, you know, it's like, do I do that? I mean, I want to do both. Mm -hmm. So yeah, maybe one of each. Yeah. Yeah. I would love that. I feel like two kids is perfect. And like having one would be such a cool experience, but then also like being able to do that would be Mm -hmm. really rad. And I feel like it's like weirdly like a purpose of why I'm here or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Cause I think about it all the time. <laughs> I mean, birthing that shot, like I thought so much more about life and death and I can't even like, imagine when you see, like, it's weird. Like you're yeah. pregnant and you're like, Oh, there's a human in there, but you're like, wait, there's a human being in my stomach. And then when that human comes out of your, like you actually mm-hmm. see, cause you can't obviously physically see your child other than scans. And then you, they have like eyeballs. And they have like fingers, like you I, created I it. Yeah. And yeah. you just like, talk about it. Like, it's like, it's like normal, mm. but like, don't you remember Roxy when that, like, I yeah. remember looking in her eyes and I was like, we fucking made eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> we made her, like, we made eyeballs. Like, Why is I that made so eyeballs. Funny. Yeah. It is. And she's going to see the world because we made eyeballs. Like mm-hmm. I just kept saying it over oh. and over again. It was just, it, it's wild. That is can't the really sweetest thing ever. Put it into words, but, yeah. and then they're downstairs right now, just the bane of my existence right now. <laughs> 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 yes. Oh my God. From love to hate quickly. <laughs> that is so funny. Oh my God. That's so fun that you have kids. I love it. Oh, I'm jealous. I love it. They're so cute. Oh, yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Hopefully maybe you and your um, hubby or fiance, whatever, you'll come back. Maybe We'd pregnant. Oh my God. Can you imagine next time I'm like, guess what guys? <laughs> I got nugged up and it's twins. Nope. Just pizza hut. <laughs> um, I don't know why you sound like that. I got nugged up. <laughs> I just turn into a different human. I'm all hillbilly. Yeah. Uh, like my, my husband. Hey y'all. Hillbilly. Hey y'all. Hey y'all. Hey y'all. It's so crazy. I'm, I'm realizing like, so, I mean, you probably, this is like such a weird thing to say at this moment, but I watched um, Pretty Little Liars oh. and it's so funny that I'm talking to you because like 
watching you in that show, like you are literally terrifying. And then like seeing you, <laughs> like you, you know what I mean? Like that it was you such put a the glasses on. Please God, no, <laughs> please don't do that to me right now. I'll it's like sending I, you videos by DM and my like, glasses. Please God don't Hi, because like I'm, I'm going to. to. <laughs> like that is like such a cra- I feel like I'm interviewing you now but it's like so crazy because like you're so it's acting such a different like, person I know a different person oh, and it's but am I just, are you <laughs> are you can you see me um and um it's just oh god don't do that <laughs> anyways oh my god stop literally um, put the glasses on and be like I can smell a bitch in my i love this shit no but for real it's like what a crazy wow i don't know i just like i just realized that that's you and i was like wait a minute that's pretty insane life is weird good job lady roxy Roxy thinks this every day of her life i know i'm like it's it's her it's her her. (laughs) no she doesn't she's like so mean to me she's like are you fucking ready get on the no she's she's i'm in the waiting room in the waiting room she's like what time is it what time is it yeah i love you guys you can't get your zoom no roxy the reason i'm friends with roxy is because she treats me like nothing special <laughs> i love it i love it i was like tampa get your shit together yeah, yeah. the other day i was like there's no internet she's like oh yeah. really again <laughs> like, well, she's not sounds. nice <laughs> my husband like- my parents and roxy treat me like shit so <laughs> other than that no <laughs> <laughs> no, she doesn't train me. I'll say 200 episodes in. I still, I'm still back. I'm still here. <laughs> 200? Yeah, 200. Wow. Dear God. Dear Freaking. God. We're going to go on tour this year. So oh, we are God. going on tour. Tour. Cool. Oh my God. I'm so excited for you guys. You guys are so awesome. And I'm just oh, like, fun. I feel so honored to be here. Thank you. Oh, so well, hopefully so I'll run into you in Los Angeles when we're back one day. Cause yes. we'll be back. You yes. know, we know so many of the Welcome. same people too. It's wild. Um, I know. I know. Crazy. I love it's it. It's crazy how that works. Well, oh, map how well. So can you just tell everyone where they can obviously find you? I mean, I'm sure they know, but like, and also where they can find your products and everything else you have going on. Yeah, thank you. Um, well, I'm on Instagram at Ariel. Uh, it's just my first name. And then uh, relbeauty.com is my mm-hmm. new my new uh, clean beauty, vegan, cruelty-free line that mm. I know for a fact you will love. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And then Rel Beauty, if you want to follow us on Instagram. And aren't you also the host of like a million things right now? Oh, yeah. yeah. Should I mention <laughs> all that little chestnut? <laughs> so, well, I, I do host a show called Love Island, but um, we're not sure if we're getting picked up for a fourth season yet, but there are three seasons that mm-hmm. we've done. And I think you can find all of those. That, and you have I a mean, podcast? that show uh, is fun. Yeah. You know, we do have a podcast. Um, it's called Riled Up uh, with mm-hmm. Matt and Ariel, or Riled Up with Ariel and Matt. But we haven't done it in a while, but it's still on all the podcast places. We just need to start it up again. Yeah. Oh, thanks guys. A lot of people listen. It's fun. It's like, we have so much fun. We're freaking idiots, but you know, who isn't? Well, we love you guys. And we're so grateful that you came on the show. I finally, finally got you. Cause I think I messaged you like around two years ago. Um, I (laughs) also like, I felt like such a dumbass when I like saw it, I was like, what is this? I like saw it and I was like, oh my God, I got to write this girl back. I was like, she's so cute. Oh my God. Wait, that's the girl from, oh my God. Wait, what? It's been two years. I was like, hey, if you'd like to come to the show and then Ariel writes back. I know this is a little late. Yeah. I'm like, are you still doing your pod? Time. 
See, it's never too late to send a text or a DM, you know? There I you am go. so sorry for the delay, but I'm so glad it worked out. So sorry for the delay. It's a time difference. It. It's a time difference. Yeah. So sorry for the two-year delay. I'm going to use Better that. late than never. <laughs> I hate that. I hate it so much. I'm sorry. <laughs> but uh, we're here now, and I'm, here I'm, now. I love it. Thank you so much. Thank you so oh, much. And guys, so you can find us on Women on Top Official on Instagram. And Women on Top Podcast on Facebook and we have a clubhouse group too, women on top. And don't forget to rate, to rate, subscribe, and comment. Smash that like. Yeah. I I love you guys. I am Taman Sursak. And I am Roxy Manning. And we are women on on take it away, Ariel. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.